Introduce you this time. I refuse. <gasps> Said it's not another one for the books. It's not another. <laughs> one. I can't. I can't introduce Dorian this time. I, I'm not going to do it. Um, hey everybody. See, yeah, if you know, you know that voice by now. We had a topic this week, guys, that we wanted to talk about, but we're actually going to scrap that and use it for next week because we had so many user questions. We went on multiple platforms and asked for questions: Instagram, Twitter. Where else we post a question? Probably our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And we got a few. So we're going to answer those on this episode. So how do we want to start all of this off? I th- oh, no, no, I got this one. So um, I don't know if you guys will, hopefully, if you listen to this episode, you listen to the first one. So the first episode had a conversation on um, dating and relationships. And is there a difference from cheating on someone and lustfully cheating on someone and emotionally cheating someone. And we actually had a question from one of our listeners. His name is Colt J.R. Um, but basically it says, but if we can control our emotions, can we filter them from the actions of deception and cheat? Now, I'm not necessarily sure what mm-hmm. the question means per se. I, I, I can say what it means for me, but I would love to see how you would take that on. Like, what is your opinion I on it? I think that we both receive that question differently because I don't I, I think that we have different understandings because I don't it, it I don't really it's confusing it's a little confusing it is yeah but I think what he from my perspective what he's asking is if you are able to turn your emotions off in a situation where you're cheating if it's you you and the person agreeing because I think on the first episode we were you were like it's okay to be in an open relationship and mm-hmm. I was like hell no so he's saying if you don't have emotions in it, is it okay at that point? No. That's my answer is no. It's, I <laughs> no don't matter care. how you put change. it, it's a no. I think personally for me, he's saying that if you are in that type of relationship and you're emotionally connected, do you, are, you should be able to go against that idea of cheating and just not cheat and not be deceptive. All over the place. <laughs> that question is going in so many different it directions. It is. So I always wonder. So like, it like, I don't know. I personally feel like when you are in a relationship with someone and you go out to cheat, no matter what realm it is, whether it is lustful cheating, emotional cheating, any type, if it's not discussed or it's not a clear conversation that, hey, we're in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's okay for you to go out and have some type of bond or connection with someone else. I personally think it's cheating because it's done in, in secret. I mean, no matter how Anything you Anything you're it, doing and you're keeping it from your partner is, isn't secret. But let's keep these cheating demons away from people. Let's not... People don't want to hear this first thing Monday morning. No! <laughs> Monday morning, let's talk about cheating. Cheat, cheat, cheat. No, please. I, I pray that nobody is cheating on any of you. I don't wish that on anybody. But open, unless you're open, like yes, Dorian's like open it's okay. relationships are real. And I think that that's the biggest thing to where a lot of people don't necessarily want to admit or take into account that it's very common that people sleep with a lot of people, even though they are I've not. heard for years, and I know you probably have, that Will and Jada are in an open relationship. Yes. And that she was sleeping with August Alcina and all. Oh, no, I never heard that. Oh, I did. 
I did. I, it was that's actually the most popular one. You've never heard of like a I, person they were sleeping with? Not Al, August Alcina. I thought August Alcina was like her her godson or something. They were it, having a fool. Well, love. that's what the tabloid said. I don't know. So I I heard that you can if you say allegedly before anything, it makes yeah. it okay. Like you can say allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> It makes okay, so we don't know. We don't yeah, know those we people. Know. We're just talking about our perspectives, and we're talking to the three people that listen to this, <laughs> this show. <laughs> no, hey, three people. Hey, three people. <laughs> we're probably the three people. <laughs> no, we have three questions. Yeah. I I know for a fact the person that sent me the question actively listens because they always send something. Let's hear your question. Let me find I'm it. Super. His name is Chris. I don't know if I'm supposed to be giving out his real name, but everybody doesn't know him. Hey, cool. um, his Instagram name, and I don't know how much of their information was to give out. His social is five, five, two, five, three. five But two, his two, name two. is Gemini Boy 90478 And his question was, what's the best way to let your crush know you liked him? Question mark. What's the best way to get out of a horrible date? I'm gonna let you take that oh. date question because you know I'm not I'm not a dater, guys. I don't even want to tell y'all how many dates I've been on because <laughs> as a grown man, people will judge me. I have not been on a lot of dates in my life. So would you like me to tackle both both questions or just the second question? I think your uh, perspective will definitely for the have a lot more weight dating. for all of it okay. than I will. Truly. All right. So you know, me personally, I think it is childish, but in the way of social media now, to let your crush know that you like them, you have to first start by liking an abnormal amount of pictures at a very odd time of the morning. <laughs> like around like, if you wake up to go pee around like five, or if you just happen to have an early day, just as soon as, and I would say like like seven or eight pictures. I knew you were going to give the best advice. I've, and then they'll notice, and then they'll like your pictures and then you'll like some more and then if you guys aren't following then maybe the follow will happen and then that's when you slide in their dms and say good morning really yeah and then good morning starts the conversation and then you know you guys start you know dming each other you're really good like and then this is a good playbook no truly and then you start planning things out and then that's when the phone number starts switching a lot of times people this is what i'm learning people like to send the nudes on the social media platforms. Now, here's why. Okay. It's easier to delete them from social media platforms. Say, for instance, if, well, Snapchat. So, I, look at me. What you I mean. always, no, please, yes, we yes. give me space. I'm like, we just talking to each other. Yes. You send news to people? Huh? <laughs> Do you send news? I've, there will never be a nude of me, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> So no. if you send on Instagram, they like delete their self. No, no. Well, if you send them on Instagram, you can, the, you can, it depends on what type of picture you send it. But if you send like a temporary one, it'll delete itself. And then you also have like a little back history on if people try to screen record or That's save it. And then you'll know, okay, you can put a little tally. First, you can cuss them out. Hey, <laughs> what the fuck is you doing? But that's after they already got it. But you still got to cuss them out. If so you should a, never send a new with your face in it. Oh, that's... I mean, I think that's sending new one-on-one. On one. Okay. So, or, Give me the news. Give me the no, news. No, truly. Rulebook. So listen, and you, I feel like I'm sounding like I'm just this nude person that just, and I really am not a nude sender, um, truly. But I think that uh, two things, never send, take a picture if you have any distinguishable tattoos 
Cause that a you know let it be known. I think I've learned a lot of people's freak twitters from distinguishable tattoos and also room settings. Freak Twitter is people have personal porn accounts. Yes, I knew that. I just wanted to say it out. Loud no, yeah. Everybody. So do you remember there was a time where there was like Twitter after dark, and now I do remember it's Twitter no after more dark. Twitter after dark. It's created only fans and get some yep, money and get some money and the type of money they make. I I honestly I think if if it wasn't due to my personal because you know if that's how you get money. Do your thing. I think it's up to my my I, own personal upbringing I don't and my knock, family. I don't knock sex workers. I don't because they get the real you money. Use it. No, truly. If you, yes. I, see, now I can never get that free money because I have so many tattoos that are clearly. Oh, open. you are tatted up. So this is clearly my arm, and clearly, so it won't. Happen. You all chested and tatted. So, so I, I personally think that. Okay, so the first one is that one. The other one, of I feel like you should have. Like a segment where you give people dating advice because you're really good at this. And the horrible thing about it for me to have good dating advice, I'm single all the time. I never. But you will date. I will date. That is true. And I guess that's the difference. There's levels to it. You're, you have dating, I guess. You have talking. You have exclusively talking, I guess. Really? You have relationships. I only know about once we agree to date. We go together. How so? Can that's you so childish? But that's just how I am. Can you date multiple people Who, at me? one time? Oh no, really? I can't. I can't. Like at, at no time. Like mm-hmm. say for instance, at no point. In, I, I know that's. At, I'm too old, but um, I can't personally do that. Hear this scenario out. So say for instance, you are a hundred percent completely single, not tied down to anyone. You go to, I don't know, the bar Saturday. You meet mm-hmm. three people on Saturday, but the second of the third is the first person you go on a date with. Those two other people, if you, the, that second one clicked, pretty much you will never talk to them. That's exactly how that works. That quick. I think because I'm and over my life, but I'm just such an emotional being. My feelings are that of paper. <laughs> I have a paper heart, so I just would put myself in someone else's shoes immediately. Like, what if I really like this person? And you don't and they, get attached that quick. I do. I do. You feel? Do you? And you know, it's a, a really toxic thing to say. Even if they're not the perfect match for me, I'm gonna find something that works, um, and we're gonna learn to fix those things as we go. So Which it's not stupid. even. I, and That's I think stupid, we have guys. spoke about this on the past relation, um, past episode. So it's nothing. Nothing is superficial really for you. Like if if you're talking to someone and they click and they're good for you and you guys are cool and they're not necessarily physically the person you want or, you know, intellectually the person you want, you you will find it. Do you have any like bottom lines? Like I would not talk to that person for this reason. Ooh, I'm supposed to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's awkward. (laughs) I, I can't again. I'm like, I have that, you know that emoji, that one piece of sweat is on my head? Smiling or, or frown? It's slightly smiling because it's <laughs> nervous. I won't talk to a person who smokes cigarettes. Uh, is I there not? I'm just, cigarettes, I'm so traumatized from cigarettes because my grandma is a cereal smoker. <laughs> a cereal smoker. So since I've been a kid, you know you're going to those D.A.R.E. programs, you know that cigarettes can kill you. I've watched what this woman. What happened to D.A.R.E.? I haven't seen a thing for deer in forever. I, anyway, I wish I remember what the letters rest. stand for. Something resistance education. Yeah, I don't know. Drug I, awareness resistance education. And, and education. I think that's right. That's um, not cool sounding. But <laughs> it's supposed to be a sentence. Something nice. Don't your ass ever smoke a cigarette. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I, I've 
watch that for so long. I just think cigarettes are like so disgusting. That's one of my bottom lines. I will not date a smoker. Other than that, we just have to click. It's I'm different. I feel like I'm I feel like you're very universally you I'm an acquired taste. People will you just work. Yeah. Cause you're so like cookie cut mold of things I that you like. That I run, I go to the gym, I drink water. I'm not that person. I'm like, I watch anime. <laughs> I do like, I feel like I'm And a, I watch the anime where it's really in Japanese. I, yeah, I watch, I read subtitles. I'm the most introverted person you'll ever meet. I have, I'm socially awkward as fuck. Yeah. Like I'm the most, you can vouch yeah. for this. You're in my shield. <laughs> I'm the most socially awkward person that people will ever come in contact with in their life. So it's, <laughs> when you're willing to date me, when you find out this stuff, place. that means we're right for each other. Yeah. Once you see who I am, you're like, oh, I still like this guy. That means we might be right for each other. So it's not likely. And, and when I ask the question on you meet someone on Saturday and then you're going to date on Sunday, that date on Sunday is probably not. It's, that's too soon. You got to kind of build up to it. Or do they do question. you prefer to get to know someone in a safe space, like through text or through phone first before you actually go and meet them? It depends. If they tell me that night that they can list off 500 different Pokemon, we need to go on a date tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to Waffle House after we leave here. You are the person of my dreams. Let's go on a date right now. Um, But it depends. I need to fill a person out. So definitely I'm at the edge of the swamp feeling around to see if it's right for me. I don't jump and date them. I need mm-hmm. to text a little bit and then I can decide that I just won't really text them. And I don't ghost them. My words become very short. Mm-hmm. I send K's. Okay. And cool. And the, and they'll notice that. Do they get the point from that or do you? I just, it'll eventually suffer. Yeah, okay. It's just, I stop. And if you ask me anything sexual about sleeping with me, as soon as you meet me, best believe we're going to stop talking. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm I'm the same way, especially when it comes down to to sex um, or talking to me sexually. And I know that's horrible because you know I'm a I am sexual. I sex is cool. <laughs> sex is cool by me, truly. But I feel like there is a time and the place. You know that saying that people say that going to say like, I'm a gentleman in the streets and a freak in the sheets, essentially. Which means, in all cases, treat me of sorts. Treat me like that at all times until we're in that space to get like that, I think. Because um, I really hate, for instance, like if someone I'm dating somebody and we're really getting to know each other and we're not really at the point of intimacy, I, it kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies when you speak on, to me sexually. Like, don't do that to me. I have a question for you since uh-huh. you always trap me in a corner. Let's no. say the nude is just this perfect nude. How do you respond then? Do you let them eventually just say, okay, say whatever you want to me? Well, if it's the perfect nude that I'm sending or they send me they a nude? They send you something that you're like, whoa, I like this. Oh. You let them talk to you any type of way at that point. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, to be huh? in this nude culture, like how things have changed, I can count on one hand how many nudes I've personally received from people. And I Is think that because so, you don't send nudes? I don't. That's what it is. People but who people say they have, get nudes, oh, I, got, I get out. Sir, ma'am, you have nudes that you have sent as well, truly. I have, I don't know. I just, I just, I've never been is in, it a, don't have sexual conversation with me either. Is it an, so is that, so do you That's feel like if you got to that space or if someone was to say, you know, start sexting you, hey, send me a nude, would you take a nude from them? I think how I respond to things would scare them. Because oh. I've scared people like that before. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Could you give me an example? Like if some, some 
Somebody's texted me before when I first relocated to like literally the first day I moved here. I gave somebody my number. I didn't speak to them after that day, but they text me the next day. They're like, I'm so horny. And I'm like, I have to go to work in a few hours. <laughs> I didn't, because I'm not used to people text me. Yeah. When I tell you, I was scared <laughs> as hell. I was literally scared. And I guess they're used to a certain thing. And they're like, oh, I'm still horny. And I'm like... I'm going to go have and breakfast. It's weird because it's so common, though. I think that, in a, in a, you know, it's so funny because we literally grew up together. So a lot of our foundational ideas or thought processes are similar. Granted, we're completely, totally different. <laughs> our, our foundations are the same. And um, just knowing each other, I think compared to what society and just even just me not being a, an idiot. Sex is such a huge thing here in the world. And it is. And it's and a lot of times it's nothing to it. It's nothing behind it. And I think that my biggest thing is that because I am such an on we spoke about this in a past episode, but I'm such an emotional um sexual person to where I I I have, but I can't just typically just Oh, I'm I'm drunk or I'm horny or something. I can just go to the, you know, pick them up and and um have sex with them. You I know? get what you're saying. So I just, I, and I personally, I. And you don't, know, you were saying if you were that type of person that did those things. Yeah. Because you barely drink. I, I, I just, don't, I've never been in. And the funny thing about it is that, you know, for my situation, like when I get a text message, people are so strong on sex, like in the morning, that's like, oh, I'm horny. And I was like, well, I'm on my way to work. You can't stop by before you go to work. Whoa, aggressive. No, I, I don't have the time to. I have to be to work at seven. And I think that when it Whoa. comes down to that, people really don't necessarily know. Or or maybe I just don't know, and I'm nobody's just, ever texted me like that. I promise. I don't. That know. just gave me the heebie-jeebies. I'm a little scared. I have like goosebumps because <laughs> nobody's literally ever texted me like that. Do you? Th- and and that makes me wonder. I wonder if secretly in the back of my head, I wish they would. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I wonder. That you I wonder if I'm really like in the back of my head, like the very back. I'm like, I wish somebody would text me like that. But do you feel like so when you think about it? The people who, when you have gotten spoken to explicitly, how did you respond to it? You didn't like it. Did you respond back in a way, not necessarily by sending a Every, nude? Well, but the person that, that particular person I was talking about was a complete stranger. Okay. Other than that, hasn't happened. He did have a second part of that question. It was, what's the best way to get out of a horrible date? So he really had two questions. Yeah, I can do You that. better. If you don't answer this question with the most detailed so answer, I'm going to push you on the floor. how to get out? So me personally, I have, I never say no to a date. True. Truly. I will never say no to a date. I'm just going to respond with true or false as he talks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know he better give you the best advice. Just for the simple fact of... It's always an experience. And my grandmother always told me, never turn down a free meal. And granted, it don't have to always be a meal, but it's it's an experience and you can kind of get to know somewhere. And it's kind of easy to nip a catfish in the bud if you just see them in person um, and meet them up have in person. Have you ever went on a date with a catfish? Honestly, I it's, it was catfish to the point of they were a little bit older. And I also been on a catfish to where they were a little bit heavier than what they actually said that they were. Um, but one of my ways to get out of a date, which is probably not the best way, um, and 
it's so funny that you're asking me this question. Um, but basically, before I go on dates, I typically tell someone, and that someone is always Cedric, that I am going on a date. And I say, hey, if I need anything, I'm going to text you. Now, luckily enough for me, I've never had this experience to where I had him to text. But basically, make sure your phone is always on. Never put it on silent. Or if it is on silent, make sure you have the person to save you on your favorite so it'll ring still. Basically, just send a text message to them, a, a code word, like a help, and just have them call you. Oh, I have called you before. Yes, and just say, oh, oh, you my gosh. Phone. Mama, oh, oh, okay, oh, oh, I'm on the my, way. My, my, I, I, I got to go. I got... And I and just dodge, haul ass outside of the restaurant, like truly. But me personally, and the reason why that is so rare for me is because it's an experience. <laughs> Even a I can horrible- imagine just hauling ass at somebody. <laughs> Your car just speed up. They looking. They still sitting at the table. <laughs> Eating. And then they hit text you, where you at? But I think my thing when it comes down to dating, because of the fact that if it's someone that I don't like, I can turn it to I an experience. I just thought you said they were like a heavier. Yeah. Was it a big difference? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But I don't, I didn't, I sat there and I ate my food and I gave them the whole boyfriend kind of experience. <laughs> I sound like an escort, yeah, guys. <laughs> I gave them that experience, but I personally, the reason why I probably would not typically call and get rescued, because I just turned it into a show. I am from Europe, or I have some very oh. profound, oh, I did the, um, what is it, the Peace Corp. I was just at Mount Rushmore two yeah. weeks ago with my friend, and we were doing some volunteer work. <laughs> I can't pay with Barack Obama. And you know we found a, a actual a skeleton from a python that had been dead since the 1800s. And we both made $2 million a piece <laughs> at that time. And just keep it moving. I have. And, and if so someone is really interested in you, they'll just sit there and let you tell them all type of the, the bullshit <laughs> that you, oh, that's so fascinating. Oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. I get so nervous in those. Well, I see, again, I haven't been on many dates. Every, this is a deep, like, I know no one's going to believe this. Every date I have went on, I have dated those people. So the first date just led to me going with them. I, well, the, oh, the yeah. two. Mm-hmm. I started going with them. I go on a date and then we go together. It's no, it's no balance. That's why I say I once they understand who I am and I let them know that I'm very socially awkward, I'm an introvert, to like the extreme, pretty much when they get around me, you kind of have to be the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Everybody that I've been in a relationship with has been the opposite of me. And I think it just works out that way. They're like, hey, I'm going, I got you. Just calm that down. Ying, that and and, and the, the dates I have been on both of those dates, both of those, well, the two people, I've only been in two relationships. They'll say, calm down. Because <laughs> they know what they need. Yeah. <laughs> calm down. Like literally the first day, calm down. My oh, first relationship, I still remember going on that date. And I remember seeing the water get to the table I was so scared. I was even shaking. Like, my hands wouldn't stop shaking. And I don't know how the water that was at least 24 inches away from me, how it flew <laughs> flat on the table, on my side of the table, all the way on my clothes. Like, my mind picked it up and just threw it on me to make me feel even worse about myself. And at that point, I promise you guys, I was about to have, like, a mental breakdown. Calm down. Calm down. Just calm down. You need to calm down. That's good that they're able to pick that up early on, though, and not really take it as something like, oh, I need to go away. It's just he doesn't know how to work it out. It seemed like I don't I don't know. It's never ran somebody away from me at all. It's, it's never happened. I guess because my character is all right. 
I don't know. I'm not tooting my own horn, but I, I guess. But I think I think maybe that could be my issue to where in the date um, when I date people, I personally have the problem of going to the. I mean, uh, a lot of times I feel like, of course, it is me not necessarily liking them, but in the same instance, I think I'm not necessarily who people think that I am. Um, when they actually do meet me, so once they At realize, oh yeah. So I think when they realize, I think a lot of people take who I am on social media, and not even to say I'm even this. I just huge on that for character note, on the internet. Stop judging people based on social media because you don't know them. Yeah. Stop seeing people because they have a certain number of followers, or they get a certain number of likes, or they don't have a certain number of followers or likes, and you put them in these categories of good people, bad people. Fun person, not fun person, because those are just pictures. Mm-hmm. I, I, we, we had an instant other week where somebody was like, you're so mean. And I'm like, Yeah, mean? people was judging me. And then the funny thing about it is that, granted, and I and I can, you know, uh, like pat no. myself on the back. Oh, I, I make you can't special effort. I don't know. I feel like it's my, I love people. I love to help people. And I'm very strong on energy. And I really believe what I get out or what I put out, I'll get it back. So I'm... I can strongly say that I love people and I'm kind, but there's these individuals who, you know, would see me on the internet or see me on the computer or even see me out. And when I'm out, I'm, I'm very close to my friends. Like I don't have a lot of friends. The few friends that I do have are the only friends that I kind of, you know, fuck with when I go out and hang out. Granted, I'll hug people. And I, I don't know. They took that as a, a reasoning to believe that I was an unkind person. I mean, I'm controlling. I'm pretentious and all these things. And, you know, a lot of times I and as humans, we say oh, that shit don't really bother you or, you know, those are just words. But I think we as society have become so quick to, you know, nothing bothers me. I'm just a strong person to where a lot of times it does subconsciously bother us. And that's where a lot of the depression and self-hate and all those things come along just from a person being, just from a person, I'm sorry, just from the idea of what a person thinks a person is. So then they start judging them and speaking to them on that. And it's like, I'm not even that person. At all. Mm -hmm. We do have a third question too, so we can get into that one. It's from Savage Clown. On Twitter, that's such a funny name. Um, and they want to know what were our feelings on Billy Porter and the dress for Sesame Street. Hmm. I want you to go first on that one. Why, you don't want me to go first. I want you to go first. You truly. don't want me to go first. <laughs> I really don't want to step on any toes. This is a show. I, I say this every time because every time I, before I say my opinion, I'm pretty conservative, guys. I want to throw that out there. I didn't fully agree with Billy Porter being in the dress on Sesame Street. And I know that my four-year-old nephew is at home with access to watch Sesame Street, even with the parental guard. Oh, the parental filter. Yeah, filter. He can still see that. So it's, I think it was a little too early to have that conversation with kids that early about Billy Porter being in the dress on TV, especially my nephew is a man of color, seeing another man of color in a dress because it's different for little black boys. He can't walk outside in a dress. I, I understand people are like, oh, you can do, you're a kid, you post, you can get away with that. No, you can't. You see what Dwayne Wade's going through right now. Yeah, but then that, that goes on to my response to why I feel like it's okay, because I feel like the reason why Dwayne Wade is going on his situation with his daughter is for the simple fact of what society has 
instilled into people. It's wrong to do that. It's bad. So they've created such a, a negative energy around it to where, you know, the ignorance of it. Like, yes, it is, especially when you are upset to let your nephew see Billy Porter with the dress. Not on upset. This. Not upset. Just a little bothered. Bothered by it. For you to be bothered by it, where did that come from? As a kid, being that I am also a person of color and a part of this community, I always think back on what I went through. And I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I don't want anybody to go through that. So thinking about him having to go through any of the problems that I went through, or the hardships just because of my lifestyle or me being at a young age kind of feminine, it was awful. I have been ridiculed and I'm sure you have too. Mm. And I just wouldn't want him to go through that. I don't wish that on kids. So how do we fix it? Because that it seems as though if we continue to suppress that as a... Uh, you know, let's uh, not look at me. Look at me. Hold up. Uh-huh. You ain't suppressing nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> he don't want to watch it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My nephew, like a little, like a little man, like a little Bob the Builder already. Like but, he'll. I like, mean, how do we though? Like in the if if we continue, not even you. Say for instance, yes, it's you, but you. There are so many other people in the world who feel the same way that you feel. If we continue to suppress that action, it's wrong for a man to have a dress on TV. When why is it wrong? Not uh, you see how you just threw me with the ignorant people. I feel like I'm one of the people with the Trump sign now. No, no, no. <laughs> I will is say it this. your okay? I'm not saying it's wrong. Uh huh. If I've seen Billy Porter anywhere. Or if I seen him at my adult age, I would say, oh, you're so fabulous. Like, that would probably be the word I actually mm-hmm. use. <laughs> you're so fabulous. Or, oh, I love that. But for my four-year-old nephew who doesn't, doesn't completely understand, at four, you just have not developed the cognitive skills to understand gender identities. Mm-hmm. He won't understand a man in a dress when right now he's watching cartoons where the Power Rangers, the red and the blue one are boys, and the pink one and the yellow one are girls. His mind won't understand seeing a a, a black man, because Adam Lambert or somebody he would he wouldn't know. But watching someone that looks like him with the same color skin, and the community, the black community where he's raised, he wouldn't understand. I don't even want to throw his little mind into that state of confusion so early. It's okay for adults. It's oh, I love, I love. Let me not. I don't, I don't love Bill. I don't know Billy Potter, but I, <laughs> I love I, him. He's profound. I support people, and I understand. I personally get it. I don't get it for my four-year-old child. That is, and it's not even my child. I just don't. I don't want him to see that. At what point will he be ready? At what point do you feel like a child You'll is know. ready? But, I, know. but this is what I say on the flip side of that. I remember. And I don't want to necessarily put a stern age, but I remember being between the age of five and six, which is just roughly a year above your nephew. And, you know, I didn't necessarily know that I was gay per se, but I knew... I knew my attraction was different. Like even down to, I have a story of my first, what you are like five, six in the first grade. I had this girlfriend and she was my girlfriend. I was super in love with her. She was everything. Eventually, of course, we got older. I went to second grade and so on. Um, But in the lovely world of social media, I found her on Facebook and come to find out here she is a very um, masculine, I would say, lesbian and it's so weird how in our adult lives 
we've now transitioned to where I'm a gay man and she's a lesbian woman. But when we were in first grade, I don't think that's coincidence. I just think that's a coincidence. I don't. I don't. I I don't. But how old do you remember when you not to necessarily say you liked men, but you knew that your feelings, your attractions was not necessarily like this. It was never even today, um, as you picked up, it, it was I knew I was different. I didn't know I was sexual because you don't develop those sexual feelings until you're about 13. So I didn't know I sexually, even now I'm a little questioning stuff. I might be your I or A or something. <laughs> um, but I didn't know. I just knew I was different from my brother. My mm-hmm. brother was, you know, I want to play football. I want to, you know, be this hyper-masculine young man. And he's a little younger than me. I was not like that. I wanted to sing opera. I wanted to be in a play. I wanted to be the next great scientist that sings opera. And I knew now looking back on it, that was gay. <laughs> can I, can I, can you, can we have a friendly debate? What influenced that though? Nothing. I was already like that. Nothing influenced that. Cause my mom and them didn't even care about opera. And you and your brother were raised the same way. And you Under guys the are same two roof different the same people. Parent. Yeah, we're two different. And nothing. And he in, has a, a home full of kids. Nothing influenced who you were, though. Which means that even if Billy Porter was on TV, that wouldn't influence somebody who's not. I, I, and it's not that I have a problem with him being on TV because you know me. No, and with, go back with the and dress. Forth. With the dress. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm personally. Not ready mm-hmm. to have that conversation that's with fair. a child. That's fair, and that's, I don't care about that's that your truth, there. and you, that's fair. How how do you feel about it? I personally don't. I personally feel as though I I don't mind. Um, me personally, I feel like as far as age goes, I feel like I should. It's my responsibility as a parent to determine what my children or what the peop, the person that I you know. Can I ask you a question? Give me an honest answer. Mm-hmm. Let's say. You have kids, mm-hmm. five years old. They come to you, little girl or little boy, and they tell you that they like the. They feel like they like the same sex. How are you going to approach at that time? Are you going to be a, even even a little bit? Will you be a little bit bothered on the inside? I will be bothered, just like you said, for wow. the personal fact of my own personal experiences. And I oh, think that five. I didn't I, think you're going to give me that answer. Oh yeah, I think I would be bothered, but I think the difference that I feel like that will give my my personal child a better hand is that I'm not ignorant to it. I will be able to raise them in a way to not completely protect them because they it's real life. You can't protect them from everything, but I'll put them in a position to where they have the knowledge, they have, you know, the, the protection that they need. Because growing up, I didn't really have that knowledge. I really didn't have that protection. It was kind of hard being gay in my family just because of the simple fact that they are super religious, which is... I respect super religious and I can't and I've learned those are two things I would never debate someone's religion and someone's political views like it is what it is you can't argue those things yeah because it's hard to change um so you know I felt that because of that I really did grow up kind of very depressed growing up like I really just thought I was going to hell and I didn't really have an outlet and even in my adult life outside of you really um you I, I don't really have someone that I feel like when I need to really talk to someone about my relationship or you my get love me, life, you me emotional. No, <laughs> I, I, I don't have it. I don't have a family member that I can really. I mean, I believe I can talk to my brother because he's he was my first best friend. Um, but outside of that, I, I I don't have anybody, and it's 
it's cool, but it's cool, but it's still something to where I, that's why if my child ever came to me in that way, I would say, okay, listen, this is what it is. This is what I know about it. Um, either way, you might just feel like this today. How, if you come to me, feel like this today, if you tell me next week, wherever you at today, that's where we're going to be. I was watching this. Um, let's actually, I was reading this, this article. I think I could have been listening to it. I don't know. It was Will Smith, and he was asked about him raising his children. Um, And he said one of the biggest things is that people need to treat their children as flowers. When you put a seed inside of the ground, it's already going to be whatever flowers inside of that seed. Your responsibility is to really nurture it and water it so that it could naturally grow however it's supposed to be. And I really believe that. I believe I'm supposed to nurture, and that's in life in general, but especially for kids. No, I don't think, think... Things can influence. Now, I feel like there could be a lot of traumas that could happen to kids when they're um, younger, such as molestation or, or any of that things. Those type of sexual traumas, yes, I think sex is a very evolved thing. I don't think sex should necessarily be shoved down a kid's it's throat. It's so weird. But, this is so random. Like, now when you say nece- like traumas and we yeah. have to say molestation, you said and. It's things like doctor moms want to be famous so bad on yeah. Doctor Phil they put dresses on their son they don't even want to wear them. Yeah, I watched a I just completely ran it off, but I seen a clip the other day on Facebook where this lady said she had a trans child. She raised her son as a girl, and he's thirteen, and he said he doesn't want to be a girl. Oh wow! And he was like, "My mom has been making me dress like this," and I was and her family was like, "She's been doing this." We kept telling her she was doing this wrong, and I was like, "Wow." You have to worry about that stuff now. And then the dad who divorced her was like, she wanted a daughter. So she's been trying to force her son to be her daughter. Mm. And he did not feel like a girl. And that's where it gets wrong. Because, like, I believe even down to the whole point. That's of so the backwards, though. It is. Like, especially when it, that's why it comes down, really, you are whatever seed you are, you're already going to be that plant. And I feel like that's why you as a guardian or uh, we as guardians should you know, do the things necessarily to create them and raise them as they should versus other things. Cause like at what point, cause my thing is that you don't want it to be too late and what is too late? I don't know. Then you don't want it to be one of those things where you're um, mentally abusing your child. Yes. Like, my child wants to dance ballet and I'm forcing him to play football and yep. he's crying every day. Cause I've been there too. Yeah. Um, but as a child at four years old whose mind isn't fully developed, it is your job to point them in the right direction, especially as a person of color. I agree. Because, I mean, because and, and, it's such a, um, I don't know, it's just the, the culture in the black community when it comes down to the LGBTQ community is And even separate horrible. from the entire community, think about how many black trans lives Yes. That we've yes. lost. Just from homophobia in general or just from transphobia. It's crazy. In- from the same community. Yep. And majority, we're going to be honest, they're mostly black men that are killing these black women off. Yep. And it's like. But I always feel, and this is, you can take it as it is, and this is strongly my opinion, um, um, uh, black women who are homophobic or transphobic, they raise those DL closeted, bisexual men to where they feel like they're scared to come out, but yet, you know, they go out and they have these encounters with the LGBTQ community and 
shit comes out to where oh you, they're gonna find out or they're gonna get outed or they're or even down to you know STDs are transferred in in that same realm to where now it's the drama it's like oh there's an issue now but it's all because if they could have just been open and upfront they wouldn't have had to sneak they could have been a little bit more public and have to be secretive about it and I think it's all coming down stemmed from just the homophobia and the being prejudiced or homophobic is a learned behavior you have to it teach is. people to hate these people or dislike them because how I was raised, I keep telling my brother is super like hyper masculine, macho, incredible Hulk something. He will not bat an eyelash in the store walking past a person who is of another race or, you know, a different or sexual, sexual orientation. orientation. He won't bat an eyelash. He'll be like, Oh, I think I seen your friend in there. Like, but it won't be, he mentally won't say, oh, I can't go in there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't And I change. guess, I think it's just, it just comes natural. And I think there are two kinds of it. You have, like I said, um, my my mom, my family, well, my mom, but my family, on the other hand, they're very religious. And I think a lot of their reservations when it comes down to the LGBT community is not stemmed from hate, it's stemmed from religion. And I feel like they, yes, they think is wrong. And yes, you're going to hell in a book, but they still love you which is kind of hard to kind of like, I guess, put into your thoughts. But then you have the other people to where it literally is solely based on ignorance and hate and, oh, they're going to catch AIDS. They're going to die. They're going to da-da-da-da-da. And granted, AIDS is not a, 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 a homosexual-specific disease. Like, everyone catches HIV. They need to be worried about the coronavirus <laughs> now. <laughs> No, truly. They need to be Especially now, I think, wasn't it Washington? They have like six people that have confirmed Washington State. That's around, that's up the street. You know, eventually I'll start saying it's because you. It, it's going to be some racist or homophobic thing. Yeah. You can't get on a plane if Asians are on there. You're going to get coronavirus. <laughs> it's all population control. But did you hear, I was reading this article to where um, scientists are so perplexed and puzzled on to the fact that this huge continent of Africa has only had three. a lot of words. Perplexed, <laughs> perpetrated, <laughs> pictured, okay, pixelated. I'm so stupid. Go. Heavy. <laughs> Go. But no, so, and it was weird because in Africa, they've only had three cases of the coronavirus in this huge, fucking massive ass continent. But I don't know what that could mean. And I don't, I don't want to put any conspiracies out there that. We're protected because <laughs> we have African blood. <laughs> well, I guess we can wrap up this episode. I am here for it. I love this little just random chat with you, Said It was so good. I'm glad that you, you know what? Continue to send over questions. We really had fun doing that. We didn't we did. get our topic, but no. now we have a good episode for next week that's going to be out later this week. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Um, so this is like a... Oh, special. This is a little episode. sample. Oh, this is a little sample episode. for y'all. <laughs> um, but tell them where they can find you. Hey, so check this out. Dorian Noel, all platforms. There are no A's in my name. So Dorian Noel. And from there, you can find Yes, I Am Ken, which is also in the process of rebranding. Please stay tuned. We got some things going. I can't wait. Do you rebrand? We're going to be having on our shirts. We are. Recording. I'm go- hey, mark my words. I'm going to sponsor an episode. Am I going to get a shirt? Said you're going to get a shirt. Did you? Everybody <laughs> heard this. I'm um, going to sponsor an episode. Um, maybe we can even do like a live recording. A giveaway? Oh, oh, look. 
I would say we can do a giveaway would now. You, would you really do a giveaway? You, you want to wait your rebrand? Yeah. I'm going to wait till the. Of course. I'm going to do a, a rebrand. I have new show merch. I can't um, wait you guys see. I saw the. Uh, random. I saw this merch that he has. It's super cute. I can't wait till he launches it I so you guys wait. can get it. I'm going to send it to some people. Um, but. Uh, now my mind is blank and foggy. Um, please continue to share and send in reviews. We love all the listens. We love all the support we're receiving. And all the feedback, questions, everything, you know you can find the Awkward Podcast on all platforms at Awkward, Awkward with the T, Podcast on Facebook, Instagram. On Twitter, it's Awkward Pod. No cast. Same page, though. Um, thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to Awkward. Please remember to subscribe for future episodes and follow us on Instagram at Awkward Tea Podcast. If you have any questions you'd like answered on a future episode or want to potentially be a future guest, shoot us a DM. And until our next Awkward Encounter, 